Thank you for listening to this episode. Today I was joined by two collegiate athletes as we talk about how they balance athletic life with the faith and how to grow in better community with one another. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chatty Kathy, uh, episode three. And there are three people in the room this time. I'm with Alyssa Bukite and Katie Montgomery, who are soccer stars on the Missouri State women's soccer team. Oh, stop. I'm blushing. Right? <laughs> yes, we are. We, we're trying. We are definitely trying. That is for sure. Effort is good. Effort, you know, and in, any, in anything, effort is always a good thing to put into your work and then your athletic sports. But a little bit about yourselves, guys. So we'll start with uh, the out-of-towner, Katie. Right. So Javier kind of mentioned it. Uh, my name is Katie Montgomery. I am a goalkeeper on the women's soccer team here at Missouri State. I am just finished our junior year, so we're going to be rising seniors, which is insane because I feel like I just moved into the dorms yesterday. Um, but it's been good. I am from Chicago, Illinois. Well, I'm from a suburb 40 miles west of Chicago, so I just say I'm from Chicago. It makes it easier. Um, I am a very big Cubs fan. It's hard to find people like that down here. Um, and I have a dog named Coda, who I adore very much. Tell us a little bit about me. Mm, fun stuff. Um, I'm Alyssa. I am a junior. I am from St. Charles, Missouri, and not St. Louis, because I will get yelled at if I say I'm from St. Louis. I don't yell at... I'm not... I'm you don't. Kidding. Some people, Grace Murphy, <laughs> yell at me. <laughs> um, I am a cell and molecular biology major with a chemistry minor, and I'm a midfielder on the women's soccer team. I also have a cat, Ollie. Um, love him. He's seven, eight months, eight months old. Wow. And um, he has quite the relationship with my roommate Katie over here. Yeah. She doesn't like cats too much. I, I don't. I have a long history with cats, so it's been an adjustment. But it's, yeah, it's been an adjustment. She's trying. We're She's trying. trying. Hey, uh, that's a good thing. I'm so glad that I actually was right. I was think I was, before coming in here, I was like, crap, she's a midfielder, right? Because, like, I was, you know, I watch games and yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't remember. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's a midfielder. So I'm very glad that I was right. Makes me feel a little better about myself that I paid attention at least a little bit. Thanks, Abby. I do my <laughs> best. It's easy to tell I that she's the goalie because, you know, she's right there the entire time and she has a different uniform. So That is true. I don't run miles. I run 18 yards. Woo! Strategic. That was strategic planning. <laughs> I actually just ran a, like, two-mile jogging in, like, 14 minutes. In like 56 seconds or something for like one of my kinesiology courses that I just had. He's training for the 5K tomorrow. Yes, the 5K is tomorrow. Yeah, the Jack Frost 5K is tomorrow, the 25th of February, at least for 2023. What time does it start? Um, The actual race starts at 9. All all the people who are helping me out, make sure it runs runs smoothly, (laughs) haha, funny, Um, is at 7.30 in the morning. That's the only thing I kind of feel bad about people helping me out with is that it's 7.30 on a Saturday. But, eh. Do it for CCM! Yeah, just just a little bit of time. It's one time. Plus, a lot of, volu- you know, you get like at least four hours of required volunteer hours if you're in like Greek or sorority life or anything like that. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be a good thing. I think it'll be good. Almsgiving. Give your time. Yeah. 
You guys are giving your time to me right now, which is fantastic. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so obviously we've been over the fact that you two are student athletes and, um, other than the fact that I just like talking to you guys, I also wanted that perspective on our little show here, um, about what it's like to have the student athlete part, but also still balance the faith life and what challenges come from being in a sporting environment that might not always necessarily, um, you know, coincide with the morals of, um, the faith and good Christian living. But I don't know, because I'm outside of that world, so I wanted to hear what it's like on the inside. Yeah. Um, I think we come from two different perspectives. I came from um, a Catholic school, grade school and high school, and I was looking around when I was getting recruited. Um, the second place I was really thinking about going was Benedictine, which is very Catholic. Um, but I just kind of wanted to push myself and thought God was like wanting me to go somewhere bigger, somewhere people of all different walks of life are there just because it's like the real world and needed to get outside of my bubble. So that's why I came here and it's been a big blessing. Um, you want to talk about why you came here? Yeah. So, um, I'm Catholic as I'm on this podcast with two other Catholics um, during this awesome time. Uh, but I actually, so I was baptized. I grew up. Um, I know I went to a public school my whole life. Um, I would go to RE Wednesday nights after my after school program. RE? Religious education. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was like held by our, uh, by the church that we would go to. So you'd get like go to gotcha. classes at nighttime. Okay. Okay. Um, it was kind of for those people that like didn't go to a Catholic church we call it psr PSR. yeah that's our thing in st louis (laughs) yeah we were the kids that messed with your guys's desk yes you steal my pencils bro (laughs) and they would get away with it every time (laughs) i i remember that i remember yeah going there at nighttime i actually had my babysitter would pick me up from an after school program because my parents both worked and she would drive me and drop me off at re and i would be at religious education messing with little kids desks while also learning about god and then um, as I kind of grew up a little bit, I got a lot more involved in soccer and that kind of really took up a lot of my time. So my faith was definitely put on the back burner for a little bit. Um, and one of the things growing up was I never got confirmed, um, when I was at the time that everyone else around me was getting confirmed. Um, that was something that my mom really wanted us, my brother and I, I have an older brother to kind of come by ourselves and like, she didn't want that to be something that we just did because everyone around us was doing it. She wanted that to be something that we felt called by God to do and that we kind of journeyed on that on our own. Um, and so actually this past year I got confirmed into the Catholic Church and it was one of the most beautiful things I've witnessed in my life and gotten to experience. Alyssa was actually my sponsor. So that was a really fun time. St. Um, Sebastian, right? St. Sebastian, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so the protector, the saint of athletes, and those that want to die a saintly death. So, yeah, yeah, it's been quite a journey. What's your confirmation saint, Alyssa? Yes, it's kind of on brand. Is it? It's not Sebastian. No? Mm -mm. Uh, Am I going to know this? It's a girl. Um, Is it a popular one? Yeah, kind of. I know it. Okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Yeah, just tell. I was going to say, I was going to say, I don't know. It's not Mary Magdalene, is it? No, it's Joan of Arc. Yes. 
Okay, I was thinking Joan of Arc. My younger brother, Miguel, actually is uh, Joan of Arc for That's his confirmation cool. saint. I was his yeah. sponsor, which was cool. Yeah. I'm a St. Hedwig guy. Ooh. She's pretty cool. Not a lot of people know about her. I don't know. But she's pretty sweet. But that's a story. That's a story for another day. Yeah. I could go on and on about how, how cool that is. But yeah. Kind of to answer more of your question, um, I came into college and I knew I wanted to like work on my faith life. It had been slowly growing in high school. Um, so it was weird at first because when you get here, you're here and you're only with soccer people because you come early. Um, and so it was hard cause you have to differentiate like, oh, like I'm going to go to mass. I have to say that to like my roommate, like that can be awkward at first, <laughs> like, but you have to just do it and people will respect you. Um, and I think what else I did to kind of help balance faith and athletics was like have friends from both because it can be so easy to get sucked into like the one world you're in. And not go outside of that. Right. But when you have both, it's, like, it's harder to, like, manage time now because I do have, like, more friends. But it's also super, like, fulfilling. Why are you laughing at me? I you just have, have so many friends. friends. Okay, so sorry. Many. That's, sounded, <laughs> that's kind of bad. <laughs> no, it, it's... We knew what you were saying. It's, yeah. It's definitely... And I've gotten to witness it in your life. Like, I remember literally within the first week of being here at college, I was walking to go work out. And I passed Alyssa. And I was like, oh, where were you? And you literally were like, I went to Mass, and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, for some reason, it didn't dawn on me that other people would be Catholic at, like, <laughs> At a public school, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Like, it's just because it wasn't something we really talked about <laughs> in a public school. You just... Of course not, yeah. You had a lot of other conversations, and um, so I think when she was like, I'm Catholic, I went to Mass, I was like, wait, where? Like, where's where's the church? And um, there was a lot of other things kind of going on with my faith life. I got introduced to two wonderful people who kind of got me into my faith, and then... Um, I kind of really differentiated when I was like, I grew up Catholic. I, that's what I am. I believe in the beliefs of Catholicism. Um, and so I've had a lot of really wonderful conversations with Alyssa, but going back to having friends that, and we've actually kind of found a really cool community within our soccer team of girls, freshmen that we have come that came in that I had no idea were Catholic and they've, uh, we host a Bible study for our soccer team. So that's been nice. Yeah. We had it last night, second time this semester, first time. It didn't go too well because I um, picked a study that was just a little bit way over, like, people's heads. Just advanced. It was very advanced. advanced. I didn't even know what the questions were asking, but we worked through it. It was a focused Bible study. And it was really? And it was just like, yeah, it was just a lot It was very hard to kind of navigate. And, like, where they wanted us to get to was just a very, like... It was just, it was kind of hard. Very convoluted. I also didn't really pray through it, though. Prayed through it this week. We went and then led it last night, and it went really well, and there were a lot of those freshmen there. Love it. Yeah, a lot of girls who have, like, kind of... Becky was there. Yeah, how's she doing? I saw her the other day, and I I don't know, this is just me being me, but I really like it when I see people that I haven't seen in a while show up. I have a really good friend of mine who, actually, his girlfriend was just visiting the other day. And she, like, I played baseball with him um, at, like, St. Catherine Labore back in, like, Little League. I worked with uh, both him and his girlfriend for a while, mm-hmm. his girlfriend longer than him. And she was visiting because she's at UMSL. And the first time I saw them was the first time I saw him, like, back at Mass or whatever. And I saw them together and I was like, oh, my gosh, how's it going? And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm just visiting and I'm going to make sure that he comes <laughs> and that he's going to come to Mass. And I'm like, that's great. And so actually, I'm, I'm hopefully going to rekindle that friendship because I haven't seen him in a little bit. 
And so I've seen him consistently around now at Mass, which is great. Um, and I just saw her the other day. Um, and it's just, it's, it, it fills my heart when I see people that I just haven't seen in a little bit, especially in such a, you know, a sacred space like that and seeing them, you know, take the faith to heart and make yeah. it a priority in their life, especially as Cal, like we're, I'm going to say quote unquote adults, because we are, <laughs> and then like, like, we don't know a, what we're doing. Yeah. We don't, nobody knows what they're doing. And, and there's a range. Some, mo- some <laughs> right. people are like actually legitimately yeah. adults. Mm-hmm. And then there's people like me where it's like, you know, I'm still in the process. I'm working on it. You know, I'm there. We're all working But on I'm it. not there yet. I haven't crossed the threshold. Um, but it's cool to see at a young age taking that and understanding that it is something that is mm-hmm. important and trying to grow into that even in just a little bit um, to keep going forward. Yeah, I kind of like that point you mentioned of seeing, like, they're just seeing people come in um, that kind of haven't, you just haven't seen in that area. And I think <clears> in <throat> soccer, like for us on the team, like we're we're right now in eight hours and next week we hit 20 hours so we're gonna be with each other for 20 hours a week and it's we kind of joked about it last night of like we came to college already having built-in friends that we had to like you kind of have to be friends with the girls on your team because you're surrounded by each other all the time so which I'm really grateful for because I just I got to meet Alyssa and Abby and to all our wonderful girls in my class that I just really love. and But I like, last night was really eye-opening. It was fun to see girls on the team, not in the soccer environment. Like, in instead spending time with God. And we got to talk about, like, in soccer, how if you want to be great in soccer, you practice a lot. But it's like, if you want to be, like, God calls us for greatness. And it's un- following God is uncomfortable because... We're called to be higher and to be better, and mm-hmm. it was really good having that conversation with girls that typically you just always talk soccer with. You talk about daily life, and we got to dive a little bit deeper and talk about our faith together. So that was really nice, and we have such busy schedules, but it's nice that to see girls take time out of their day to come and spend time in God's Word. Yeah. Yeah, and I think just having those conversations in one space is going to open up to be like if somebody's having a rough day on the pitch, like. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, okay, keep the faith. Like, screw your head back on right now. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Things happen. Um, things happen and move on. And yeah, hopefully that's that's where it leads. I actually was um, um, thinking about the other day and I was making fun of like, you know, it's uh, I'm a big sports guy myself. Love watching soccer, especially and baseball and all that stuff. Um, and it's interesting to see... Um, the uh like athletes those pro athletes that are on the big stage that you know if something does happen and they do make the sign of the cross that you know very catholic thing and sometimes you realize oh that's that's crazy i don't see that and I, there are some opinions no, we just and it's like an experience like this i know that we there are strong watching. opinions that it's sometimes kind of yeah. like that's a little corny let's like i don't know but like i feel some instances i think it's good yeah. other instances yeah. it's a little bit you know, obviously, don't be pushy. Don't just do it to right. do it. Do it exactly. as a good sign. But we were just watching a men's basketball game here, and <laughs> we saw this guy do the sign of the cross, and we just got all new men's basketball players, so we only know of two of them. Really. Yeah, like we really don't. Um, really. And me and Katie looked at each other, and we're like, "Is he Catholic?" <laughs> <laughs> and like immediately, we're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, cool. Like we didn't know that about him. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because. Yeah, we meet all these people, we talk to them, and sometimes, first couple times you meet, it doesn't come up in conversation, so, 
It's cool to see. Yeah, and another thing that Alyssa and I are part of is we're a part of Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA here. Um, and that's super neat. Like, it's a really great community of athletes to get to grow deeper in our faith together. We meet once a month. We're doing big groups, small groups um, type of deals. And actually, when we were at them, it's kind of funny because there are kids in there that are Christian and there's some that are Catholic, so kind of get a mix of it. But I saw a football player make the sign of the cross and I was like, what? Hello? Like, we're going to be best friends. <laughs> so I tried to find him, but I couldn't do that. So, but Man. it's just like fun yeah. because as time consuming as people say like athletics are like being a student athlete it, it is hard like time management it, it can be very hard yeah but still doing class too oh yeah got all yeah, that stuff going yeah, on. yeah i go to class you should have seen us wednesday the difference between wednesday and yesterday in my life was drastic because wednesday we had all these meetings we were going she went from six thirty in the morning for to to go to ash wednesday mass mm-hmm. i went from 8 a.m to like 9 30 p.m yeah. And yeah. we were just like, we don't have enough hours in the day. Yeah. I don't know how we're doing this. But then we ended up with Bible study. And then... Shout out Catholic, Catherine. Yeah, Catherine Frazier. Great that girl. Bible study. Um, kind of brought us back to the present moment. Got to attack the next day. And yeah. Which even with that Bible study, we uh, there's another girl on our team, Haley Palmer, who just transferred in from Texas Tech. Love her so much and she is deep in her faith and she's catholic and actually she's come to ccm with us a few times and now she joined the bible study as catherine so i'm kind of excited that Snaps we get to have that. another one of us elite people <laughs> on the soccer not team to say that. <laughs> i'm El- just excited elite athletes yeah that's a everyone's fact. elite everyone is we elite. love all of them yes but yeah it is it's good it's a good time the few times i've played soccer with you though i must say i've really enjoyed it Made me feel really good. I'm like, I'm playing, I'm playing with like collegiate <laughs> soccer players. This is cool. This is great. Hey guys, Javi's pretty good. Yeah. Like, uh, he's, I actually heard about this infamous goal he's had. That's like oh my gosh, better the than goal. most The goal athletes. of his life. It really was. Though. It was so good. Yeah. I, you want to tell the story? You tell the story. Oh, no, no, no. Do. You take please it from do. the outside. Okay, because no. all. Okay, to me, it's very foggy. Because I don't really remember a lot of it. I remember... Natural natural (laughs) athlete. I remember, like, dribbling in the middle of... Like, roughly the middle of the field and past, like, a a midfielder and a defender. And then there was, like... From what I can remember, and maybe you can attest to this because you were there, Alyssa. But, like, there were, like, two other people, I think, like, converging in on me. And I was... I don't know if I was in the 18 or if I was, like, just outside the 18. I feel like I was just outside. outside the 18. Yeah. And I just... I just... I don't know. I just kind of went for it. And, like, it felt... So good when I kicked it. I wish people could see like, Javi tell the story right now because he is like <laughs> using his whole body to describe this incident. He's using Italian hands. Oh, it is uh, Italian hands. I know. Yeah, I'm Spanish though. Like it's, it's Spanish interesting, hands. but yeah, interesting. But it, it was like it. Uh, I you know I, the best analogy I can make is like the sweet spot of a baseball bat hitting a bit. Like it just it felt like nothing. It just felt so smooth and flowing. Like, it didn't felt like I really kicked anything. It was just, it just felt great. And then it was up in the air, and it was like, and it just kind of curved down, and it, like, dropped at the last second right into the top corner of the right side of the goal. Oh, it was pretty, it was pretty good. But I don't know. Then he didn't celebrate at all. Oh, no, I went crazy. I was, I I was freaking yelling like a madman. I went, I I went whole Mr. Hyde. Like, I was like, nice guy, and then I just went, (laughs) Like the Hulk or something. What a time. No, it was, it was, hi- it was highlight beautiful. of my career. Highlight of my that career. That would be the highlight of my career, too. 
So what we're hearing is Holly's going to try out for men's soccer. <laughs> they had 13 new guys join the team I'm this not going to lie. I've literally sometimes when I'm seeing them practice, I'm like, I wonder if I just tried. <laughs> I can run. I can. I got that you going for run. me. You can run. You can run. They they've dedicated their craft for many years. Oh, so I know. They're in twenty hours right now. Like they are always out there, and their That's coach crazy. isn't even in the country. Yeah, He's no, out it's crazy. He's recruiting right now, which is crazy. Yeah, I mainly just think it'd be fun to play with the other guy named Javier from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> be like, ah. So, anyway, um, so yeah, there's that. That's fun. That's it's a good time. Funny. Um, so I like the perspectives and I want to keep going with that. Um, the main, um, point is, uh, asking people how, with your perspectives, your life experiences, we can grow as young adults in the faith and fellowship together and be able to steward towards one another, whether that's like accountability saying like, Hey, are you going to be there? It's like just the text being like, Hey, did you go? Or whatever, stuff like that, or even just normal everyday life, um, how do you think we can grow as specifically young adults so that we can make this a good thing that we can have in our future and potentially maybe if this happens in our lives, depending on where God takes us, instill into our children as well? Yeah, so um, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toot Alyssa's horn here for a little bit oh, and gosh. kind of praise her. She is wonderful. She, For those of you out there that are going to listen that know Alyssa Bukite would agree with me that she's one of the most serving individuals. Um as I've come to Christ in college and kind of got confirmed my Catholic faith, Alyssa has been wonderful in the part of being, just being there, being there to answer any question I have, whether it is the silliest of questions to some of the hardest, most difficult theological the questions that yeah. people ask. Like, I'll just ask them. She's like, Ooh, okay. How do we get to talk about this one? But she's just, she's willing to do it all and just serve me and help me grow in my faith. And even like, Hey, I'm going to go to Holy Trinity and go to adoration, do you want to come with? And I'll be like, yeah, or if I'm busy, but she's always asking me um, just to go with her and to be involved with her. And being in two different Bible studies with her is awesome because in one, I get to kind of be more of a listener and God, I get to like learn from those in my group. And the other one, she's kind of calling me to kind of help lead her in it. And it's kind of funny because sometimes she's like, all right, so you're going to open us in a prayer. And I'm like, all right, okay. this is going to be a little hard. But it's, she's never, it's never in a forceful way or it is out of pure intentional love for, to help me grow. And she's honestly, she calls me higher to be a better Catholic and to be a better friend um, and just a better person every day. And it's living with her is fantastic because if I didn't live with her, I think this would be one of the hardest things is um, you kind of mentioned like fellowship, like just having someone with you to hold you accountable, even if it's just, Hey, like she came to Chicago over the summer and her Grace Murphy and I prayed the rosary in the car. And that's, I, what, playing the rosary is something that I just haven't done in a very long time. And it's something I don't think I could do by myself. And doing with others makes it a lot easier for me to do personally. Um, so to answer that question, it's very, growing in your faith is hard. Doing it alone is very hard. Doing it with others can be hard. But mm -hmm. when you are surrounded by those who have the pure intention to love you and to serve you, it just makes it a lot easier and a lot more natural to do. Um, so yeah. truly, Alyssa has been a saving grace for me through college. Buddy. Even though she's a cat. But even that, <laughs> just test, I, feel like, I feel like that is a test from God to really show my love. Patience. And patience. Yeah. 
Because I do, I love Alyssa. I you know that thing where it's like if you pray really for like, like it. you pray God, like help me to be like be more peaceful, more patient. He's gonna give you the opportunities to practice that. True. So. That's a very. That's you know what? That's a true statement. Because like you know. Just yeah. like practicing for anything else. Yes, I ended up telling her something I wasn't going to tell her. But she must have left her door cracked. She swears she didn't. Um, I think he knows my code. Yeah, but I was the sitting there. The cat gets in. Yeah, I was sitting there. And this is the second time Ollie has done this. He went and into her room and he grabbed a stuffed animal from her chair. Can we preference really quick? I'm not a weirdo stuffed animals. Yeah. <laughs> <Can> we, <laughs> yeah, we, we should back that up. That's true. I would just like to say, I have, I like, okay, I have a Grinch. I love the Grinch. For those that know me, I really love the Grinch. So I have a stuffed Grinch. Um, I have a stuffed teddy bear that I got as a gift. And I have a Squishmallow. So I don't have a lot of stuffed animals. Just preference. Anyways, yeah, they were gifts. They were he, gifts. he grabs it and he drags it. All the way back. Mind you, this Grinch is as big as him. It's not bigger. Yeah, he drags it all the way back into my room as I'm doing homework. And he just looks at me. And then he has, like, he wants nothing to do with it after. Like, he just, like, attacked This is the second time I found all my stuffed animals in her room. And was like, Mom, look. Yeah. And I was like, he did not just do that. So, yeah. He likes to try and get into my room and under my little couch. Katie is being very understanding. And I appreciate it. I appreciate the kind words, too. You're welcome, lot. buddy. Um, what I was going to say, as I looked on my Bible app, because um, I couldn't remember the actual verse name, um, was Acts 2.42. Catherine, our Bible study leader, talks about that a lot because it's just kind of the blueprint for like living a good Christian life. Um, and it says they, talking about the apostles, after Jesus was gone, much like, like us today, Um, It says they devoted themselves to the teaching of the apostles and to the communal life, to the breaking of the bread, and to the prayers. And so what I found is that first and foremost, like, just going to God in prayer is like, Mm -hmm. you need that. It's kind of like your lifeline for, like, being able to give. Because if you haven't, in the times of my life when I haven't, I don't have anything to give um, others. And... The breaking of the bread is the Eucharist. We, we want to receive Christ because of the immense graces that come from it. And, like, I would be dumb if I was to be like, no, I don't want that. Uh, want that help in my life. And then just learning about, like, church teaching. I think there's a lot of, like, different things people think of whenever they think of Catholics. Um, but just first and foremost, showing people love is the most important thing because they're not going to see me and, like, stigmatize me as like oh I hate people like this or that like they're just gonna be like okay so I hear you're Catholic but like why and ask deeper questions Mm -hmm. you can kind of talk to them um and then lastly like the communal life super super needed I am thankful that I started having a communal life I think junior year I was uh junior of high school I was like super nervous to go to like fellow parishes youth group because we didn't have one at mine but when I finally like pushed myself to do that it was a lot easier and I've seen that for like countless people in my life when they surround themselves it's helpful yeah kind of piggybacking off of that um how you said you kind of pushed yourself to go I think a big thing to be followers of Christ and it's very easy not to but to be bold be bold in your faith be intentional it can be very scary but 
at the end of the day, if what you're doing, like Alyssa said this and Catherine said it the other day in a Bible study and I really liked it and Liz really liked it. It was, um, and you can kind of help me out with it was you're never gonna like, um, basically like love requires sacrifice, but you're never going to end up like regretting that love. Yeah. Like you're like, once you do it, like you never end up regretting that. And I think that's a very true statement. And I think it really does stem from like just being bold and being intentional and like, Alyssa was bold her first time here in college saying, hey, I'm going to go to Mass. Like, that's a scary thing. Which but... I don't even remember having that conversation. So <laughs> it's funny to, like, hear that. I did. I did. I remember I literally was walking to the rec because I was going to go work out Sunday morning. And Alyssa was walking back and she was dressed up. And I was like, why do you look so cute? And she's like, I just went to Mass. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know what Mass is. I've, I've been doing I've been doing a handful of my time. I was like, wait, fellow Catholic. That is fun. But yeah, not less to say, just being bold with it too. But again, you go through a lot of trials. Like, um, you go through a lot of trials while trying like find your faith. And a personal thing about me was my freshman year. I had a very close relative pass away, um, and that was one of the hardest things I've gone through, and I'm still going through it. It's very hard. And Alyssa was the first person I went to mass with right after she, uh, she passed away on a Saturday and went to mass on Sunday. And being in a community of people while you were just suffering was one of the most hard things to be, but one of the most joy, like fulfilling moments. It's just, it was such a hard moment, but like coming to CCM and having a community of people where I knew maybe a handful, but just being surrounded by people where to put yourself in a situation to have that was it helped a lot, which was awesome. So yeah. not to get deep, but. I like the the little moment though. Like you don't even remember having the conversation, but you obviously do because yeah. it was impactful to you. Yeah. So it, I remember, I think father was actually doing this at a homily one time of being that Christ light to people. Mm-hmm. And it's even just the little ways that we just, the way we live our life and the way we act can impact others. Even if we don't, even if we don't think so. Mm-hmm. just the little ways that we can do that like and like being in that community like i you know i doubt many other people knew what happened right the night before but they were still there and even though they didn't know they were still with you in mm-hmm. the sense of you know being there being to worship and i'm sure lots of them have had similar experiences right. at some point in their lives right. so yeah in my um high school lunchroom there was this quote which sounds really cheesy that we had this no it's not cheesy it's just something that's kind of stuck with me um and it said speak the gospel at all times and when necessary use words and i like really like that because i like that basically like as a christian people should know you're a christian just by like Mm -hmm. what you're doing um and i think it's hard harder to do that than just at sometimes, sometimes people are very good at like speaking truth, mm-hmm. but it's even harder to live it. And I think we all fall short of living it perfectly. But like, if we're trying to do that, then like random things like that will happen, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah. yeah. So making, I like that it's making it more of a priority to actually do the things and live it. And then it says sometimes talk about it. Yeah. When needed. Yeah. Because sometimes it is very needed to speak it. But, um, you know, there's that other phrase that I don't think is necessarily connected to any faith per se, but it's like actions speak louder than words, Mm -hmm. you know? So. Well, I think that ties into the homilies from Ash Wednesday of like when you're giving, 
And when you're praying, like pray in the like pray in the closed doors. Don't go praying mm-hmm. out so that you're trying to get through. Like you're trying to have others see you do it. Yeah, Let's do and it the so closed yeah, and closed doors can also be. I'm gonna get metaphorical here. Like mm-hmm. the inner room that they talked about doesn't need to be like your room in your house. It, mm-hmm. Like inner room could also mean just like you here, because mm-hmm. nobody else other than you and God is gonna know what's going on in your soul. Right. You can talk about it, but nobody else is going to be able to completely and fully understand other than God. Because sometimes you don't even understand what the heck's going on. Oh, 100%. So there's all that stuff going on. But it's nice to have that peace to be able to go back to that and have that community aspect of people that are going through similar experiences or at least know and are there to guide you and help you and guide by actions and sometimes words when needed. Yeah. So, um, you know, transitioning a little bit from that back to a little more um, just fun conversation. Uh, you two are collegiate athletes. I am a rec athlete. Um, we are collegiate and rec athletes, actually. <laughs> yeah, we are rec athletes, too. We play basketball. Oh, really? We are dominating the um, women's basketball. Come on. At the moment. We won last year. If we we're don't trying to, to our own horn. Back to back? <laughs> we're back to back. Trying try our best. We won our game. name on that banner. <laughs> yeah. I think we might try and do sand volleyball too. I gotta look at the registration for that. Yeah. That's fantastic. So you might see some soccer girls playing sand volleyball. We love sand volleyball. I know. It's kind of funny. I'm, un- I'm doing my futsal, but sucks that I can't have you guys on the how, team. Yeah, how is futsal? We haven't had a game yet. Oh. So first game is this Sunday. So it's really weird. We might only get like two for some reason. Yikes. But It'll be okay, because then they'll start doing outdoor soccer again. Yeah. Um, but anyways, what are some... Because I know I am an avid sports fan. I talk about it too much to some people, not enough to others. By And by others, I mean me, because I can talk about it all day, every day. Um, but I know that there are a lot of athletes that I look up to just based on the sense of them being an athlete and being good at their job in that instance. But I know that there also are some others that I like looking up to in the sporting world because they do make a faith an integral part of who they are and how they go about living their life, whether it's doing community work with like, you know, those like nonprofit organizations or creating one of their own. Um, but like like the, the off the field um, things that they do with their lives. Um, do, do you guys have any of those people that you look up to? And it can be like you can do like you could do both where it's like one just athletic ability but then there's another one that just has really good off the field living of you know doesn't necessarily need to be catholic life but just good humble you know stewarding living towards the community um well two things came to mind uh on the field i was actually at a chicago red stars game for those that don't know that is the national women's soccer league um professional team that is up in chicago Love them, love going to the games, and I was sitting in the stands, and I witnessed before the game start, the center back drop to her knee and make the sign of the cross on the field before the game started, and right away I was like, wow, like that's just, for some, like, for some reason that really just, I was just like, wow, like that was incredible that she kind of just did that in a stadium full of women, men, young children, just right there, kind of made like, and it, it was a very simple thing, but I, I kind of, I really liked that, um, but off the field, I am a big fan of the Ertz, Julie Ertz and Zach Ertz. Zach was a football player. I think he still might be. I don't know who he's with right now, or is he might is he done? I thought he retired. But Julie Ertz, um, 
formerly known as Julie Johnson, for those that yes. go way <laughs> back into the U.S. women's soccer team. Uh, fantastic player. Like, a gritty, hardworking, good, solid player on the field. Off the field, they have a lot of foundations. Um, foundations? Did I say that? Yeah. Foundations? Yeah. Um, that they just give back to communities all over the world and really just give and give. And it is really great to see them do that. And it's kind of cool because it's two power couples, like football and women's soccer. Like, they're just, they're a great little couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, I kind of have two directions with this. I think the first one's kind of out of probably what you were saying a little different. But I've recently been listening to the Kelsey Brothers podcast, which is really fun. Mm. Yeah, they're yeah. quite the personalities. Um, And I think that... They're very devoted to their craft. I love that. Um, and even though, like, they seem to, like, kind of be crazy people, do crazy things, I think they always go back to their family. And they do have some foundations where they, like, love giving back, especially to underprivileged children. I think Travis has one, which is basically just this, like, after school program for high school kids who want to learn a craft but might not be able to go to, like, afford college. Um, so that's super cool. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's cool how just anybody can do that and they can see the good that it benefits. And then I also was thinking about our freshman, yeah, just freshman year. Um, we had a fifth year on the team who was just very devoted to her faith, kind of, um, had this conversion in college and, now she's working as like a full-time um ministry what is it called focus um, ministry focus no oh. uh no i'm just missionary she's full-time missionary. oh yeah missionary um with a different uh christian organization and yeah it was cool just to see like coming in freshman year i was like oh like i can see she really cares like about the lord and like puts that into her life and she also is very very good here um very devoted to her like soccer craft as well and yeah I think that's cool because obviously it's more important to be um known for who you are than like who you are as a soccer player but also like we are called excellence in all things and she was able to work really hard and do that on and off the field so yeah Love that. And using and using the God given talents that he did give you. It's not like you're not supposed to be good at soccer if you yes. have that passion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but it's you know, it's using it for the right way. Um, which is really cool. But yeah. Well thanks you guys. Yeah. It's been fantastic. Love it. Always a good time. Might have you back on again. I don't know, we'll mm-hmm. see. Could be could be some fun stuff that yeah, we do. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. But yeah. Well, we appreciate you. I know. Reaching out and letting us come talk. Well, thanks for spending the time with me. Yeah. Chat with Kathy. What if I call you Kathy from now on? You know, I think a father <laughs> is already making that joke really? too. Oh, where? So where does that come from? Kathy. Kathy. Okay, so like you know, just like the term chatty Kathy. Yeah. It's like your chatty Kathy. Supposed to be a Catholic. Well, because it's spelled C A T H Y, since Catholic is spelled C A T H O L I C. Yeah. So it's just I got like. It. Yeah, yeah. No, it's funny. I got I got a DM on Instagram from um, Doc uh, Doc Mercer who is a campus minister here. His wife is you know she's like a she's a very good marketing mind of things, 
And when I posted the first thing on my store, uh, story to just get the word out, um, about it, she DM me saying, I love the name. This is awesome. And I was like, when she says it's awesome, that means it's good. So I was very happy at the fact that she told me that. That's super cool. But yeah, no, it was just supposed to be something like fun that like sticks Mm -hmm. in your brain. Like Chatty Cathy is a very recognizable thing that you can just remember. And so, but it's also kind of cute i guess with the i'm spelling it the way that the catholic spells it because i know some kathy's most catholics i think or most kathy's spelled with a k i think i could be wrong though i don't know k or c because kathy kind of can come from Catherine. yeah i can see that but yeah that's where that came from I'm not a Kathy. Kathy. i'm a kathy i'm I'm so proud of kathy Uh, (laughs) love that fantastic well thanks you guys i hope you have a good rest of your day huh Yeah, you too. Bye.